Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about HeroClix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com apex-insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for HeroClix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again... My name is Jeff, and as always, my co-host Clay Wood, Patrick Booth. Hi. And today, we're joined by a special guest, uh, the man who won the most recent uh, Bronze Age ICQ in Las Vegas, Nick, the Pidgeotto Madison. Woo! Yes. Boo. Boo. I said woo, not boo. I was saying boo. Nobody wants me to win. <laughs> oh, dude. That's the best, man. Gotta uh, gotta prove those haters wrong. Funny. How's it going, guys? Thank you for having me. Oh, dude, thank you for coming on. I've uh, been wanting to get you on for a bit, and you just happened to win the most recent one, so I think that worked out the best uh, to get you on this episode. Because like, you have a very unique perspective on Bronze Age, because you kind of came in once the format was already kind of established with the Vegas guys when they jumped on. So like, I really like how you look at the format and stuff. Like, Same with you, Patrick Booth. Um, like you, you Vegas guys have a different perspective on the Bronze Age format than Clay and I do, being more very West Coast of it. So, because uh, you know, as Bane said, uh, we were born into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as as one of the younger players of Vegas, like we, from what I've been told, we have a very unique team build strategy, I guess, going into it. So I think we just kind of take that into uh, whatever format we're going into. And Nick, look, if 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 they uh, if they keep giving you shit in Vegas, you can always come to LA and join Team LA. We'll take you. You're a good player. I mean, if you can give me a job at Google, I might take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little complicated right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Clay's Clay's gonna be moving to NorCal soon. Either way, so you just just come up here to the Bay Area. We'll be good. That's gonna be tough when I'm trying to get Jeff to move out to Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, so you're going to move to California, I'm going to move to Vegas, and then it's just going to be that whole cycle all over yep. again. It just yep. sounds like it's a win for me because I'm not moving. <laughs> yep. All right, so let's jump into it. Uh, we'll start off with our Las Vegas qualifier. Let me share my screen here. I think this is the right one. Uh, can you guys see everything okay? Give it a second, it'll load. Yes. I yep, that's great. All right, cool. Only looks great because of you, Clay. You designed it well. <laughs> All right, Mr. Madison. Uh, this this has been your baby for a couple months now. Your uh, your four Carnage Silver Surfer team. Yep. Uh, I remember in the beginning you were always trolling. I'm gonna play four surfers. I'm gonna play four surfers. But it didn't. What made this team work? Right. Um. The uh, let's see. When we went up for Alyssa's event, um, which was not an ICQ, uh, I was going to run like a rune team, Scarlet Witch rune team. And uh, for months on end, Roland was like, you know, talking me out of running four surfers just for the meme of it. And then we were at a bar one day and he's like, hey, 
what if I convince you to run that server team? <laughs> I was like, oh, what's, uh, what's changed? So obviously the uh, order ATA, it's a bronze mechanic. Um, in my opinion, is what makes the team go together. Uh, makes killing a surfer uh, very difficult to do. So to explain to us what the order ATA does. Right. So there are, do you just want me to read the uh, ATA? Yeah, I, I can read. I can read it real fast. Okay. All right. So, characters using this team ability can't be targeted by an opposing character using one of the listed powers if any of the characters using this team ability was already hit by an opposing character the, using that power this turn. So, all four surfers and Mr. Porter here, uh, white shirt Porter, right? Correct. Has the ATA. So, if you have flurry, incapacitate, charge. Psychic Penetrating Blast, Hypersonic, RCE, Running Shot, uh, close co uh, Exploit Weakness, Blades Cause Fangs, or Close Combat Expert. None of those, if you get hit with any of those powers, mind you, a lot of these powers are passive. You yes. can't just turn them off, right? Uh, you can't be hit with them again. So it stops a lot of attacks. So you can't even finish your flurry. That is correct, yes. Can't finish your flurry, and uh, like you said, most of these powers are passive. So a lot of them, like a lot of the pieces you see, especially the high level pieces, uh, if a character has like charge, it's usually comboed with like close combat expert mm -hmm. or exploit, right? So when one figure pops off, they're usually taking down or taking with them two to three powers with them, um, which is ben extremely beneficial. It prevents them. I mean, for some reason, these surfers are the only chases that I think are the chases in that set that were six clicks deep, I believe. Mm -hmm. The other chases were five clicks, so being able to do six damage clean to a surfer, especially with all the rollouts, the senses and shape change, is pretty difficult. It does make it hard. So, with that awesome basically shield of protection, right? Let's look at your equipment suite. What, why did you go with these specific ones so you had daimonic lightning on one right daimonic lightning i mean that's just the combo to run on one surfer right you, you have a surfer that ignores hindering um and then lightning adds to the damage output you can do to the team uh granted to touch on scott porter because all the surfers are from the same set you get a plus one to attack and damage um so so every surfer is i believe rocking a 13-5 just base yeah um so with the lightning you can get up to i believe we said six mm -hmm. right if you multi-target um, you multi-target um which so that's the balls, why not right exactly right um so that's the set for one surfer the uh dark hold provides uh outwit prob I, I don't really use perplex a lot it's uh if i if i need the extra bump to my movement um, I'll go perplex and then, but I'll probably, I usually pick that first turn. So then the next turn I can, I can start off with that power and then change it mid turn to proper outlet. Nice. Um, spin and influence ring just adds more, more mobility to the team. Uh, there, I mean, that's probably the main thing that this team lacks is the mobility. Um, and then Parallax gets that surfer up to six damage. 
on top click, right? Uh, well, no, on set no. click two, on click two. No, no, it's, it's, it's because it's print, uh, my printed is three and the parallax printed is four. Ah, there it is. Okay, so on, on lower on the low click, you can get up to six, correct? Yeah, and when I'm on high click or on top click, I should say, I I just have six from Scott Porter and Range Combat Expert. Got you, got you. Okay. And then, of course, he chose the Perplex Ring with Porter because I think that makes the most sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the most, uh, I mean, utility-wise, I can use Perplex, right? Um, so what do you feel? So your team obviously is very strong against a lot of other teams. What do you think hurts your team the most? Or like, what, what do you worry to see in a matchup? Uh, with how the ruling has been for Black Lanterns and Batman, I mean, that's probably been the biggest concern. Um, mm -hmm. The team can beat it still, because you can go and blow up uh, the Great Three marker, exposing Batman. Uh, it just it takes that attack away from the sequence. Yes. Um, but it still like, can do the job, right? Um, honestly, when this team was brought into the environment, Black Lanterns have been the, the main team I faced so so far. That was like Black... over half the field. Yeah. And at the grand opening for SoCal, like mm -hmm. everyone was playing Black Lantern heal up, right? Right. And like I've seen Prime Spidey a lot, primarily because we have a play we have a few players out here that um, enjoy playing that figure. Mm -hmm. The the census is very annoying on that, but when you can just triple target and eventually they'll miss that sense roll. Yeah. As long as you can hit him off of the defensive power and and then outwit that generic super sense, that's how you, I've been taking down those uh, those Spider Man. Or, yeah, Spider Man's. Okay. But uh. Nice. All right. So you won, and uh, Mr. Booth over here got second place. The the plaque was was stolen from his uh, grasp. Just so close. As it usually is. So, uh, well, we're fast. Clay, did you want to add anything about the, the four corners surfer team before you move on? I apologize. Uh, no, I, 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 I was kind of curious about the parallax. It is a very expensive cost. Is it worth playing parallax instead of, I don't know, anything else? Probably. Um, <laughs> Ryder took down what is it, Ion? Yeah, Ryder decided um, to play Ion with it. So, but that's also another 25 point entity. Um, I think it just comes to if you go a different equipment route, what are you going to fill the, the extra points with? Because if you go a different figure that's not in the same set, you lose that extra bump to damage. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you could play a bystander, but so does Porter count for bystanders or? Let's read. Yes. That's a great question. Because, yeah, you could go all black, right? And then play a 10-point bystander. I, I refuse to put all black on, on a surfer. <laughs> That's other really friendly that would be a really good... The same I don't know. All black on the surfer would be really... It's a good choice. Oh. Ryder thinks so. I don't know. Uh, I'm, ju so, no. I'm just against it. I don't know why. <laughs> So, yeah, they all have to be from the same set. So you'd have to fill that 10 points or whatever, 15 points with objects yeah. or um, 
Yeah, there's nothing that immediately jumps to mind as to what you'd want to play instead. Because you're already playing the Gamma Bomb, right? Correct. So you'd you have to play some with... terrain features. Very true. You could play like the Merchet or uh, the Buggy. It's not a terrible idea. Tony, because... Tony Stark's car. It's 10 points. Yeah. It's it's not a terrible idea taking um taking equipment off of one of the uh, surfers because of King Killmonger. I think uh, in my match against Anthony, because all my surfers were equipped, uh, that energy you have a lot. tools to deal with it if you set it up right. Like absolutely, because you have the spin ring and you have the influence, so you right. can either knock him away or you can spin whoever you want to attack away from him. Right. So you have the tools to deal with King Killmonger. Like it, it takes a bit of a setup, but I think mm. I think you'll be okay, right? So what scares you with this team, Nick? Like what are you what are you afraid of sitting down against? When I when when the team was initially built, it was it was thought that the matches were going to be very low scoring matches because they were, it was going to be very hard to kill a surfer. They were going to out position me because I don't have the mobility, but in every match, I mean, I guess it's just foolish for me thinking that if I can get them in my bubble and make three, well, technically six attacks because I have, I don't have leadership. Um, teams melt pretty quickly. If, if it pops off, um, black, Black Lanterns with the Batman is still a concern because you can't hypersonic and destroy the terrain marker, if I'm correct, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, so with Parallax, I got to go running shot. Um, and it really just depends on where, if it's on a big map. Uh, most of my games have been on small maps. Uh, if I go on a big map, I kind of just have to make up ground, <laughs> go balls deep and try I think to... You just on the on the big map, you just move out. Right. You just carry. Uh, so two surfers carry. You just go. Yeah. The one the one like nice thing about playing a, a Black Lantern team is that their first turn is generally the support turn, so it gives me time to set up. Unless your opponent flips over support for free, and then your whole plan goes to crap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Black Lanterns and. Uh, uh, I know we talk. I know I have the, the tools to to beat a King Killmonger, but it is annoying to see it because sure. it's just you know now I have to play specifically to separate that piece from the from the whole you know group of figures, um, and like it also limits the triple target mechanic because if he's if King Killmonger is next to a different group, you can't triple target both groups because his role will count for both mm -hmm. both groups right yeah so yeah it's just little things like that when i see it i'm just like well that's that sucks um but because of just the success it's had so far i, I feel pretty confident playing the team like i i wouldn't be afraid of a rune team because like they can't ruin every surfer because i just spread them apart <clears throat> i don't know what do you guys think i Rune feels like it would be fairly tough to deal with just because the range on Surfer is hard to, to hit uh, switch when she's in the middle of it. But, 
you know, she's also kind of falling out of favor. Uh, I, 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 you know, we've mentioned black lanterns a lot, and I can't help but notice that there are no black lantern teams in the top four. So I'll, I'll speak up to that. So Jose played Anthony's team. He went 0 and 4. <laughs> Joe Kennedy played a version of Black Lanterns, went 1 and 3. I played my same team that I got third place with at Alyssa's store. I went 1 and 3. So what happened? Uh, so personally, I played two Carnage Silver Surfer teams back to back. That shit sucked. <laughs> um, I'm sorry for introducing that into the environment. It's it's fine. Like so, I actually won map, and I took so Nick Nick and I had a pretty close game. Like he didn't get he didn't run away with it. It was close. Um, and then I played Ryder the second round because uh, we both lost our first game and got similar points. And he ran through my team. I even took him to a full map. I healed up. I barriered up. He positioned up. TK'd. Shot out my barrier hypersonic in and just started killing things i'm like all right that's cool he actually took down genesis oh wow yeah like killed everything off genesis was left i'm like all right like he slaughtered my team i won my next game because he was playing uh it was an moe swap it was your friend chris's right it was moe with uh prime spidey right was it the rune team it was a rune team right did he have moe on there or no i don't think it was moe okay it was uh, was the rune prime spidey team right yes and i positioned so he could i buried it out enough where he couldn't drop the rune on me but he came in and killed some things and then i was able to crack back and kill spidey and witch um and i was able to pull that one out and then i played uh anthony barragon fourth round and i'll, I'll be real i did i wasn't 100 sure of what was happening until my whole team was dead <laughs> except for Genesis, and then he spent the next 40 minutes trying to kill Genesis. <laughs> That's what happens when you play Anthony. You never know how you're losing until, until well, the match like, is done. You're just like, oh, I lost. Well, once he did it, I saw, and I was like, okay, I could have stopped this. So like, I, I kind of set up to protect myself, but with when his, with his drop, which I'll, I'll talk about in a little bit, he was able to, to get there because, you know, you're dropping when it goes, they can charge. They got giant reach. That's like a six square swing, right? So it's a thing. Um, but yeah, I, I did not do well. Um, I still think it's a good team. I, I probably could have played a little better against Anthony and it would have been a closer game and I probably could have went two and two. Um, but Anthony had a very good team. So well, let's get to that in a bit, but I want to hear more about Patrick's team. All right, <laughs> let's, let's hear it, Mr. Booth. Oh boy. Doom, do, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so when I was making this team, I was originally try, uh, focusing on Ghost Rider. Because this new Ghost Rider is awesome. He's very uh, good. Especially with the fact that he has access to the old ATA for Heroes for Hire, where for free action you can make a range or close attack. <laughs> and you can get one token for every person on your team that has the key- keyword that you paid for it. Well, I played white shirt Scott, so that means I have two guys on my team. 16 points buys me two free attacks with a guy that's going to be swinging for somewhere in the ballpark of 14 for six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it was, it was really good. I like that, dude, the ingenuity you had, like pumping him up to do so much damage was great. Like, yeah. Very impressive, sir. 
And I have to give Roland credit because when we were uh, fi- figuring out this, and I'll give Nick credit too, so he doesn't get all angry. Because I showed Roland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the train of thought that I have to be with at bars. Okay. Uh, That's why you shouldn't hang it, out at bars. <laughs> it's Vegas, baby. Uh, is the time palette form? Because what the whole design was is, well, if Ghost Rider's going out and he's swinging for 14 and 6 twice, uh, well, your opponent's going to get pretty angry with that, right? So put the time platform on him so that when they swing back at him, he goes, great, you hit me. Uh, no, you didn't. I go back to my starting area, and I take a point of damage. So pretty much what it did is it built a yo-yo into the actual team itself, mm-hmm. which then caused pretty much every one of my opponents that I played to just go, because <clears throat> uh, now the whole purpose of Ghost Rider was to go out, and I was trying to always get 40 points. Because if I got 40 points, it covered all of my squishy characters, which mm-hmm. I included as Scott, as the double Scots, uh, and the time platform together were about 39 points. So as mm-hmm. long as they were covered for death based on when Ghost Rider went out, we were good. Uh, I played against a variety of different teams with this. Uh, I started off with a Black Lantern team, and I killed everything other than his full point Genesis he made. So that was kind of fun. Were you playing? Who'd you play first round, Joe? That was Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, he knew what he was doing with his team. It just, I just was like, I'm not gonna play that game, and I'm gonna kill all your Batman's and your yeah. That's the way to do Necron. it. <laughs> right. Uh, second game I played against Luis. Luis was a really good player. He had like Prime Spider-Man on the team, World's Finest. He had MOEs, and I went, cool. Yep. I'm just gonna multi-target because most people don't realize that Ghost Rider has two lightning bolts. So I'm always gonna multi-target your Spider-Man plus someone else, and or maybe your Mastermind person, which was your Iron Inquisitor and someone else, mm-hmm. and just beat through them because that's what he was doing. And if you got close enough to my back rank, well, then Doom was going to charge flurry you, or Merlin was going to maybe in-cap or shoot you. Uh, then th- third round, I don't remember. Uh, I played against Anthony on third round. Uh, and Anthony, I think, made a mistake where he kind of left his Tri-Sentinel open, and I went, okay, you're going to Iron Inquisitor and protect all of these guys. Well, I'm going to go target this guy and then throw damage at iron inquisitor because since i picked the pilot for ghost rider majority of the time was uh what's his face moon knight moon knight gives him precision strike and close combat expert oh nice right uh and i would just double target and go like okay you have defense ability don't care i do one damage to you with precision strike the rest goes towards the other person I targeted, and I killed his Tri-Sentinel. I just started throwing damage on his Iron Inquisitor that way, but he was making impervious rolls, which was fine. But then it, he was like, well, I'm going to charge with a, a uh, what's it, uh, a Wendigo. And I went, cool, you hit me, I come back. Then he had the stage up, and then I decided to go and attack that squad of uh, Wendigos and, uh, what's it, and uh, Blackheart. Blackheart. Yep, and he was the closest game I had the entire game, uh, entire event. I think I was like 190 to 115 with him. Ooh, that was, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, because the other games I was playing uh, in the top four were always ending like 230 to 80, because uh, or 230 to 70. It was always just, did you get the time platform and Ghost Rider, right? 
so it's like, okay, cool. Uh, then in the last round, I played against Ignacio, and I felt bad for him because uh, Merlin ruins his day. Oh, he likes poor playing, animals. <laughs> he likes poor playing poor animals. animals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most teams I played against did not appreciate Merlin. Uh, but a lot of teams I was playing against didn't really care about Doom, and one of the things I was thinking about for upcoming versions of this is probably replacing Doom, because I played Ignacio again in the top four. Uh, he didn't. He, he went buck wild and charged down the gun line and didn't last more than a turn and a half because of that. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that he tried something different, and that's good ingenuity. If it didn't work the first time, don't try it again. Try something else. Right? That's 100% fair. Mm-hmm. And then I played against Nick, and I knew going into the game against Nick, if I did not go first, I had pretty much no chance. Uh, and then my dice totally crapped out on me, too. So that didn't help. <laughs> but good job on Nick for beating me, because he was one of the only ones that I was like, oh, I don't really want to play against that. Because so you, you went undefeated all day until the finals. Correct, I did. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's a pretty, I, I think it's a pretty sweet team. Uh, there's a lot of changes that I'm going to do to it. Like like I said, drop a Doom. I think uh, Prime Absorbed Man is not good. Didn't like him at all. Because uh, it always felt like I'm not going to put him out to give my opponent 125 points worth of uh, figure for free. Um, and then I also feel the need to put a larger map on this team. Mm-hmm. Because I was, if you look at my maps, uh, I always was using Council of Red. Uh, yes. Because it had a lot of uh, hindering terrain on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about dumping Avengers Tower for a longer map. That's just probably to help a good out. Call. Yep. Uh, all the objects were fine. The tarot cards were all great. Uh, it was a good team. I'll probably also drop Scott Crampton because, well, he was just smoke clouding. Guy's got gas, you know, but <laughs> he, did, he was just full of hot air instead. Yeah, so, so tell us in a little more detail. <clears throat> How you pump up the stats so much? Sure. So let's let's show Ghost Rider. Let's show Ghost Rider first, so we know where the baseline is. So Ghost Rider, you got to remember, he's got the pilot ability, uh, and I went off of Midnight Suns. Uh, unfortunately, Midnight Suns is the hardest freaking keyword, besides for Ghost Rider, to be honest, to find any pilot for. Because to be a pilot, you must be not only a single base figure, but you must either have the name like Ghost Rider. Or the keyword. And unfortunately, Midnight Suns is not a very prevalent keyword out there. Uh, so I ended up picking two pilots because it says you're allowed to have multiple pilots on your sideline. You just pick at the beginning of the game which one you're going to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I picked Moon Knight because Moon Knight gave me close uh, close combat expert and precision strike. I also That's gave one myself attack, one damage. Yep. Uh, and the helps with super, uh, super senses was the other purpose. Where Morbius I picked for against Nick specifically because of someone played a lot of terrain features that I had to mess around with, it gave me super strength. But to get the other damage up, you have to use Kython or Scython, however the hell you want to say it. Kython. Kython. That is a third one. Congratulations. Um, So the baseline for Ghost Rider is 11 for 4. Kython makes it 12 for 5. Close yeah. Combat Expert makes it 13 for 6, and White Shirt Porter makes it 14 for 6. Cool. And then, since there's a Doom on my team, what happens is first turn, he copies that team ability, and when he wrecks someone for 6 damage, which he's probably going to do on the first attack, what you're going to end up doing is Order of Operations Matter in our game, 
Uh, I'll take the damage from Kaithan first, and then Doom will heal me back up to full. Yep. That's all your effects. You choose how they resolve. Correct. And then I can reposition after if I really wanted to, after the hypersonic speed, if I had any more speed left. The most I ever had was like one or two extra squares. Mm-hmm. Um, just due to... I had to go across the map. And then uh, I would play... Sorry, how does Doom heal you? So it's the Minions of Doom team ability. So it says when you kill a, when you KO a standard char- uh, size c- character or a standard character, you get to heal uh, heal one character with this team ability, which would include himself. So I have a question about uh, Python. I didn't realize Python. they changed that. Huh. Okay, um, sh- what you got, buddy? It it's not after. Does it does it happen immediate? So it happens when the action token is provi- was is given, which is during after resolution effects. Okay. So after resolution, I do the first thing, which is give him the action token. Right. Right. Uh, then so actually, yeah, yeah. it takes the damage. Before the action resolves, you get the action token, so you immediately take it. Yeah. And then after resolutions, you do your you choose your effects. So, so actually, this play. happens before he heals for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's, it's not after resolutions. <laughs> so, cure. Well, maybe it doesn't matter, but. Uh, Curiously, like if you drop Scott Crampton, would it ever make sense to put um, Joker gas on him instead? Yes, uh, pro Joker gas. So he already has an object on him as time platform. Are you saying like for an object he's going to hold and hit someone? Bring, bring up the Joker gas, Jeff. <laughs> so Joker gas is not uh, an object it's not to a... equip. It's it's something that it, you get the marker. Um, yeah, I remember what it did, which is you hit you you picked it up and you hit somebody with it, and then it like gave what everyone attack bonuses and battle fury or something like that. You stand next to it, and then you have somebody else destroy it, and that attaches <laughs> it to that to to the first character who's standing next to it. Okay. And while it's attached to them, and it's not something that they're holding, it's not. Uh, so I, I spelled beginning wrong. Uh, it's not something they're holding. It's not something that is equipped to them. Mm. But it just passively gives them battle fury plus one attack plus one damage. So and the attack minus two, minus two defense. The attack value isn't going to really help because remember between Kaithan, close combat expert, and yeah. uh, Scott, I was already maxed out at three. Yeah, so you don't necessarily need to pick close combat expert any longer if there's something else that's appealing. Uh, the nice thing about this is the battle fury that goes yeah. that gives you the ability to tear through shape change. You're, you're, it's it's a very good, uh, I would call it a lateral add-on, because I'll be honest, going through the Midnight Suns, there's not a lot of Midnight Suns on there that really help out a whole lot. Mm. Uh, and like most of them are like giving you one power, because you can only take standard attack and damage powers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have just one of those slots open, and the other one will have like a white special power on there instead. So it's yeah. not... It's not super great, unfortunately. It's a good move, I would say, uh, if my opponent has a lot of shape change, and that may be a better p- just put it out there just in case. Like, my opponent has shape change. Not a bad idea. Uh, but I have some uh, creepy plans coming up with uh, what I was planning on changing this team with. Well, I, I like what you did with Morbius. I actually, because if, if it frees you up to use super strength instead... Mm-hmm. Um, not only does it give you uh, outwit in addition, but the super strength with hypersonic combo is really nice with the you know Elevated. some of the terrain to separate yeah. um, you know to separate 
King Killmonger to do yes. some passive extra damage there to like those without damage reducers. So uh, I actually do feel like that. And then you have the time platform on there. He's going to get punched anyways, right? Like, and he's going to lose it. Defense doesn't even matter. Very true. Very true. It's it's so. not. It, it would definitely be better than the four points that I was using for. I think I used enhancement once the entire event and smoke cloud just because I could. That's fair. Yeah, it's I definitely it better. Three points left over. I don't know what you can figure out to do with that. But yep, I, I plan points. on. I plan on playing around with the team. I like that it worked, uh, and just test driving because this is the first time I played it. Uh, it worked out really well, and it was—it's pretty much the second version I'm calling it of the team that I played in January. Very Not similar, you. yeah. Because the team I had in January had the problem of it didn't have the ability to send someone out to effectively do damage. That has been addressed and fixed. Now we gotta just kind of like tweak it and fine tune it at this point. Very cool. All right, let's hear about the Wendigo bomb. The Wendigo oh, bomb. This, this very very ingenuitive. Just hands down, Anthony is the master of black hearts. Like. It's going to put that out there. <laughs> uh, double black hearts is his bread and butter. So as always, his black heart uh, from X-Men Rise and Fall with a soul sword, because what else would you put on him? Uh, <clears throat> the new black heart that lets you carry or port people, excuse me, not carrying, you're porting them uh, with the zero ring. And the zero ring is very important because of the tri-sentinel down the way. He's playing the MOE swaps. Um, double porters and two Wendigos. So, he's getting the defense buff, he's getting the attack buff. Um, with Inquisitor, he's perplexing, giving people prob. Uh, he's, and also, so right here, where is it? Uh, Sideline, search for Amut's tomb. This is where, this is where the little sneaky stuff comes in. Rough. So, when a friendly character with a listed keyword, uh, is given an action after resolutions. Uh, if they destroyed a piece of blocking terrain, you gained one clue. So it's this one right here, the six evidence. When a friendly character deals damage to an opposing character occupying or adjacent to a debris, increase the damage by one. Uh, so that pairs very well when Tri-Sentinel blasts a terrain next to you. Uh, <clears throat> because instead of doing the one pen, he's now dealing two pen. Uh, or if he happens to destroy it before with the Wendigos and you're in the, you're uh, like he comes over, pulse waves, destroys the blocking, and then you're in it, then he flurries you with the Wendigos, they're increasing their damage. Like the effectiveness of this team and the synergy is very high. I'm assuming the stacks for Mystics as well, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know yeah, if he was says, doing, was he doing that? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. But I don't think I ever hit anything with Mystics that was near Dupree. Like, I killed I killed the Blackheart. Uh, I one-shot him. But then nothing else had Mystics because he kept the other Blackheart back. So it was, it was a very effective team. Uh, you played against it, too. You both played against it. What are your thoughts? Um Placement is really key with this with this team, mm -hmm. uh, and if he doesn't get a map that has a lot of terrain, it really really hurts. Yeah, so uh, if you take him outdoors, it's it's rough. Yeah, so I was a uh, a lot of the experiences that I was having was like either you were playing both Scots, which was black and white shirt, or you were just mm -hmm. playing white shirt Scott. 
Uh, and I figured, well, all right, everyone's pretty much playing a theme team at this point. So it's either you have a plus one for going first or a plus zero for going first. And a plus one doesn't really guarantee going first. And this team really wants to pick map. Yeah. Yeah, he won one map against me. Took me to Daily Bugle. Yeah. I picked, I wonder, I picked the wrong side. I wonder if he played any games where he didn't get the pick map. I lost map both times. I didn't get the pick map either. So, I, yeah, we all got to feel the full force of this team. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wondering, like, does it play as effective when it get when your opponent realizes just like, oh, you're playing a Tri-Sentinel and... I know what that does. Just put you on a, t- on a, a map without any terrain. Wakanda or something. Just open. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who did he put Cathan on? Uh, I believe it was Blackheart. The uh, WOV Blackheart. Yeah. Well, at I least think in he, our was, game. he was utilizing um, the plus one range. He was bumping up Blackheart's range to like seven. I mean, he had Shield TA with Scython mm-hmm. um, and a Perplex if you needed to get to eight, and he was porting over the, the Windigos and just dive bombing. Very, like, very good team. Very good team. <laughs> cool. That new Blackheart is not to be messed with. I, yeah, I remember some of the guys here were, like, shitting on him when he first came out. They're like, oh, he's not as good as the other one. I was like, he's different. Like, he can do some work. Like, moving two people... No, excuse me, not moving. Placing two people within... At five, six, seven range is very scary. Like it makes but that alpha strike extremely strong. He's also rare. Like he's not a super rare, right? Mm-hmm. So what he's doing for his rarity slot is fantastic. He can port non. I mean, they don't have to be standard, right? Because obviously you're porting Windigos over. Yeah. And a neat trick that he was doing as well was because the Windigos start on their starting click and have a defense reducer, he can immediately pulse wave and not. Target his windigos. Yeah. Now it's interesting that he does not have a prime on the team. No. And I and I was kind of wondering, like, curious from you, would it makes would you ever want to consider dropping Tri Sentinel for say, uh, Jaspers? I think you could probably make it. You could probably find five points somewhere to make that work. And then you could put like say. Necro Sword on Wendigo. Well, let, let's look at his sideline first, because that's probably going to answer your question before even having to think about it, right? Because the one thing I love, Jim. You're right, Jim's great, and like trying to make sure you get that prime on there is a good idea. But is there any fat, if you want to call it that way, on his sideline? And because Jim's going to need at least two to three spots, right? Uh, well, I would say okay. So I guess he does he use Dark Phoenix to mobilize the, the monsters? Probably. I mean, Dark Phoenix. Right. Phoenix. Maybe on a long a, map, I guess. Yeah, it's a late attacker. Right, King Killmonger was. But his the Wendigos safety. are not brutes, so that doesn't really help. Yeah, them. no, Dark Phoenix doesn't move anybody. That's what I was tripping about because I was okay. I was so, sitting there. So I, I was feel like, like you could move. I could feel like you could pretty much get rid of Dark Phoenix and Black Skull and Gorilla Grodd, and you have plenty of. He brought in Black Skull against me for the charge uh, flurry. Okay. He's not a bad piece. I'm just saying, like, you there's, you know, you have a little bit to work with there. Does either Probably the Blackhearts have Brute? No one, has, no one has Brute on this team. 
The the combo with Tricentil and Grodd makes sense because of the mystery card. Because once the Tricentils come in and create all that debris and Gorilla Grodd pops out, Grodd yeah. has terrain that he can tr- attempt to token you out sure. or sure. right. So I mean Maybe for what he wants the team I yeah, exactly. It's, so it's like for what he wants the team to do, it it does. Like it, it, it the synergy is there. It. So maybe he has two slots if you or if you're like, okay, drop the Dark Phoenix and drop the Black Skull. Um, but it's like, okay, cool. Uh, that means you get two objects. And usually what I'm thinking about for Jaspers nowadays is like a Necrosword and like a cycle of some sort. Those are usually like your two best picks. Because, yeah, they can swap with each other because that's another 15-point object you're not going to lose. Good call yep. on that one, Booth. All right. And Mr. Ignacio Solis. The, the man with the worst goddamn luck. So he, he did a little spin on the traditional animal team, but of course it's a Lockjaw Cosmo combo with the triple maggots. Uh, he opted for a second Lockjaw instead of um, Chip because it looks like he's playing double porters and, and no Kazar. Because it's pretty modern. Actually, no, High Evolutionary is not modern anymore. So it's definitely a strong silver team. But Lockjaw is not modern. Maggots. Oh, not. that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's rot- not modern, buddy. <laughs> they all just rotated. Never mind. Yeah. Very little of this is modern anymore. Yeah, that all rotated. Yeah, dang it, I keep forgetting House of X rotated. Um, yeah, so it's it's an old modern team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he definitely a little twist on it. I didn't play against it. Uh, Booth, you said you played against it, and it was sad because he can't do free actions. I played against it twice, so I didn't really get to see like what it was supposed to do, but I knew what his... I've seen Ignacio play this team a lot over the past year. Yeah. Uh, so, A, my first opinion is Ignacio needs to find something else to try. <laughs> uh, like just, just experience, buddy. The flavor of life. Right? <laughs> I love you. Don't get me wrong, Ignacio. I'm looking at you in the camera right now. I love you dearly. Find something else, man. Okay. Dude, what's up with the military guys just running the same team? Because Richard was stuck on the same team forever. I I don't know, but like that, that was my first statement. My second statement is, it, it's what I guess I refer to them as like drop bear teams, mm-hmm. where the whole team was just like someone picked up the bears, dropped the bears, and the bears attacked. That's yeah. that's pretty much what it does. All right. Uh, and, and the maggots are really good at it because you got a crap ton of prob. You got all this attacks going on. You got a blue lantern over there making their damage like being threes. Right. It's very lethal. And there's very little you can do about it because he's so good at like placement mm-hmm. of those lock jaws to try and get in. It's just. I feel like this team suffers from the same thing that Black Lanterns suffer from nowadays, which is, ooh, what happens when I can't do the thing that I really want to do, right? Oh, no, Necron's dead. What do I do? Okay. And in this case, oh, no, I can't put out tokens for whatever reason, or uh, I can't make all my free autonomous attacks. What do do I do? It kind of just stalls and doesn't know what to do. So if, if I remember correctly, the Doom you played says you can't do autonomous actions, correct? So the Doom that I play says it reduces your uh, actionable actions down to one per every 100 points. Merlin says you may not do free actions. And Autonomous falls under that rule. You're thinking Lord Doom. 
Lord yeah. Doom can't do autonomous. No, Lord Doom says you can't crap out uh, extra, extra uh, bystanders. Yeah. So he could poop out all the pogs he wanted with me, but the problem is he only gets uh, four free actions a turn. So poop out a pog, attack with pog, reabsorb pog. Well, that's 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 three free actions right there. So you want to look at. Merlin, not Doom, buddy. No, no. I, was, I thought one of them said you can't do autonomous actions. Uh, there is a guy that does do is that. Is that 1776? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's not one of the Dooms, but no. but Lord Doom is like the go-to anti-animals. You know. Yeah. Anti-pog popping team. Did you have Lord Doom on your sideline? I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't have the uh, economy space for that. And I was, uh, I was. You don't need a scroll spy, dude. Hey, hey, hey! There was one was instance where I needed that. Doom the Annihilating Conqueror is not a ruler because I would have probably. I thought starting yeah. with him probably would have made more. Sense. <laughs> He's such a <laughs> good anti-Black Lantern. That's what I wanted to do, and then I read him, and I went, "Fudge!" Yeah. Our heart was all broken when we found that out. <laughs> all that hate for the Black Lanterns. So, so I am curious. Uh, going going back to uh, Ignacio's team. So with the double lock jaws, they're both these now extended base, the former peanut base. And I, I'm curious how the new rules held up. Because I think, uh, Pat, you played, I think your Ghost Rider was an extended base as well. I like and calling so, them Twinkies. They're yeah. Twinkie bases. So, so with, the, with the inability to, uh, to place on diagonals, how, yeah. how much of a hindrance is that? So to answer that question is going to insult some people, uh, and I don't care about that. So here we go. Uh, the, easy, <laughs> the easy way of, do, of doing it is as long as you know how to count from one square and move as if you're moving one square and then place the butt of the figure no farther than the where the uh, the, the one square the one square that from. you were counting from moved, you don't have an issue. Uh, the only issue you'd ever have is uh, when moving and you're trying to get across elevation and you don't make it hmm. or there's no way to place it. But that's one of the reasons why I played Ghost Rider, because he did not care about red or people. So you couldn't lock him down and couldn't cause those problems. Hmm. Or if you tried to, it'd be really, really tough to. I mean, Lockjaw also has really good mobility, has phasing. Uh, like 14. But, you know, I, I do feel like the... Being able to position on a diagonal gave you a lot of extra options in terms of your placement, and oh, especially on like an animals team uh -huh. where that placement is so key. And and so I'm curious if that if that change has made this team harder to play. Uh, I will say from Ignacio's playstyle, which I got to witness twice, it did not seem to hinder him. He was actually using tokens to place it correctly, make sure it suited his needs, placed the lockjaw, and then started to place guys around it. So the only issue with it is it probably eats more of your time for mm. your turns, which is the biggest problem that team would have mm. is it's like, come on, buddy, you got to move faster or I'm not going to get enough attacks in because of it. It eats more time just because you're too busy trying to think through how to position it, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. So hopefully that'll go away as we play it more. I was going to say, once, once we get more familiar with how things work, it should be okay. But one thing, though, that the double lockjaw did provide him, which I don't even know if he realized, uh, was he had two sources for Mastermind, and I could not uh, get around Mastermind all the time on people based on where he placed them. Hmm. And I don't know if he did that intentionally, and if he did, 
good job, Ignacio. And if you didn't, you lucked out, Ignacio. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. So that was our top four. Um, Yeah, congrats, top four. Good job. Uh, Once again, Ryder was was one spot away from making cut. He was fifth place. So hopefully, hopefully next time he'll he'll make the cut. What did he play? Uh, he played four card and silver surfers. <laughs> uh, we made some adjustments uh, that I felt improved upon uh, Nick's team. As Nick mentioned earlier, Ryder thought that uh, Ion makes a better choice because you get to pick two powers. Um, you get a defense buff and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I feel that Ion gives you a little bit of longer reach. It gives you longer reach, a little more mobility, where... Uh, the parallax gives you a higher damage bump and it gives you that running shot. So it, it's just kind of play style preference. You know, so so kudos to Ryder. That's amazing. But I think more importantly, what I gathered from what you just said is that uh, Black Lanterns didn't even make the top five. No. no. <laughs> can, I, can I speak on that? Sure. Black Lanterns need to be played very very aggressive and from what i saw they were not being played aggressive except for jeff jeff you were i I felt like you were playing i mean a black lantern team how it was supposed to be played i think in one of the matches we had two black lanterns face off and they didn't make an attack until the last action or last round (laughs) yeah it was joe versus jose and joe pulled that one out you (laughs) are you are taking a 35 point figure to top dial in a 300 point tournament you should not care if that piece gets banged up or di- or gets KO'd. That's just my opinion on that. So it when that is played aggressive, which is how we saw most of the Black Lantern teams played in Alyssa's event, they do very well. So what you're or, telling us, Nick, is you don't score points by having the most number of points on the board. Yeah. Exactly. So if you spend your whole game just healing your entire team and try to get that 900 squeeze 900 points out of uh, out of a 300 point team, that doesn't actually win the game for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. So uh, like when I play it, the only figures I heal up initially is Genesis and Necron. Like I leave Batman alone. I leave my two Batmans alone. Absolutely. Because Batman I want them to have flurry. Batman gets worse as he heals. <laughs> yeah, but if he's in there. He goes to the combat reflexes. If he's in the grave train, you can't shoot him. And if right. he's next to somebody, he's got a 21 defense. Yeah. Right. So, like, it's okay to do it after he's done his initial attack, right? He comes in flutteries. Yeah, cool. But it, you don't want him to do that till he's got his initial attack off. So, but again, that's just the version of my team. Uh, I was definitely feeling a little off at the event. Uh, like my back really hurt, so I, I was I was ready to drop after round two. Like I was in so much pain, but they they talked me into sticking it out. I just I, so we were I playing at high to tops, like we were playing at high tops, and like I was like, hey, can I sit at just like a regular table <laughs> that no one's sitting at? And uh, the judge would not let me sit at a regular table, so I I endured. Uh, I thought it was a little shitty, but that's just just my two cents. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, people are going to be playing there in a little bit. I'm like, okay, okay. And uh, four hours later, uh, no one, nobody was playing there. <laughs> so, you know, it, it is what it is. And uh, I did the best that I could. But I, I still think the Black Lanterns are strong. Um, you just got to, 
you got to, like you said, be aggressive. You got to get out there or you just bury her up and dirtle until someone comes in and you uh, smack him for 12 with Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you Genesis. Could do this. Go for it, Pat. I say, you could do that with Ghost Rider, too. He was smacking for 12. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's just, probably cooler than Genesis. Genesis APOC, they're 35 points, right? It's like you have so many more, like so much points put into the rest of your team, you know? Yeah. It's like if they die, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. If you kill Necron, it's the end of the world. Before you get Genesis to stop dial, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. All right. So now, now that we've talked about last week, what does the future hold for us, Jeff? Who knows, um, man? No one knows the future. Future holds that I'm hosting an event. Uh, where's oh, where's, here it Wait, is. Wait, you are? Uh, December. First is going to be our winter map. December 2nd is going to be our ICQ. Uh, if you guys notice, I'm in a different location than usual. Uh, I'm in the back of my new store. This is all my stock. Yes, I'm highly organized, and I have the clicks. Um, so if you guys have seen, let me see if I can share the front of the pitch, the front of the store. Where is it at? Oh, that's not it. Where's Majestic? Oh, kid again. oh man, who's that sexy guy? <laughs> Here we go. Boom. That's the new front of the store. So Beautiful. it's coming along. Uh, I got a nice little setup. I think there's a better. That's there's a better image. There we go. I got the bottom shelves built in here. And then I recently put up all my power batteries. Uh, the iconics in the front today. I had a soft opening, so it was good. Kind of let me work out the kinks. I got some more product on the shelf. Uh, mind you, this is only half the front of the store. I have another 13 feet to the left of it that uh, I finished off today almost. Uh, but it's coming along. So I'm having my grand opening this coming week, uh, December 2nd. It's going to be the main day. And then the winter map is on the Friday evening. So <laughs> just to remind everyone, Friday uh, is going to be the winter map. Registration is 5 p.m. to 5.50. Start time is 6 p.m. We're going to do three, four rounds of Swiss. Uh, prizing first place, get some Majestic's neoprene map and a first round buy uh, the following day. And then I'm going to be handing out uh, the Fantastic Four monthly OP kit, uh, the Moon Knight OP kit, and the Wakanda Forever OP kit. Uh, everyone is going to kind of get one of the things from the kit. So that's Friday night. Come out early if you want. Should be fun. Uh, we'll go out to dinner afterwards. Always a good time. The gr What's up? Oh, I thought you were going to say something, Patrick. Nope. Okay. Uh, the Grand Humbug event is 300 points Bronze Age, as always. Uh, registration is at 10 a.m. to 10.50. Start time is 11 a.m. Uh, we're going to do four, five rounds of Swiss. Cut to top four, eight. Uh, everyone's going to get the goodie bags. You guys know I take care of you with those. Um, if you're listening, you obviously know what Bronze Age is. I have added the uh, Wheels of Vengeance maps to our map list. And first place, who's that going to be? Clay, is that going to be you? Nope. What? <laughs> I need a better attitude. All right, Writer. so you're going to get a brick of the most recent set. Uh, you're going to get a spot in the 2003 Majestics Invitational. You're going to get your championship plaque. Uh, you're going to get your Majestic's Neoprene map, which I want to remind you guys is the new um, Freddy Krueger map. With that the tunnel that we just got? Yeah. Yes. The boiler room, right? I haven't looked uh, at it, to be honest. 
it's it's really fun to play on. I like playing on the small one. <laughs> that map is so broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's pathways through, but it gives you enough area to hide, right? Like, <laughs> it, it definitely makes terrain placement is is rough. Just blow that shit up. Yeah. All right. Uh, second place is going to get five boosters, a neoprene map, prize pool A, three, two, uh, map, prize pool A. Uh, prize pool A is uh, Iron Man, Iconics Hall of Armor, Scooby-Doo Space Ghost, uh, Captain American Pegasus, or uh, Scott Porter 1 and 2. That, with- that Cap Pegasus is pretty awesome. I'm surprised nobody's uh, shown up with him. Uh, we've been doing some testing with him and he is very strong and very scary. Like if he hits things are, things are going down. Uh, And especially if you play three of them. (laughs) All right, Nick. It's the way to do it. Howard Jim on one and Doc Ock Ock arms on the other. And a skybreaker on the third. (laughs) Jason Sparta. Wink, wink. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey. Oh, ooh, I like it. Yeah, yep. All right, fifth through eight, uh, you're going to get a pick from prize pool B, which is going to be the DC Marvel starter with the respective Connellys that come with them, either Starfight or the two Spider-Men, uh, the Iconics Nightfall, or and the Werewolf, uh, the Wheels of Vengeance Werewolf by Night. Uh, that's the exclusive one that you only can get from the WizKids website. So definitely. And it comes with the... Grave terrain markers. Yes, it, it does. does. Six of them, pretty sexy. Yeah. But they're so. Or, tiny. if what you do is you go to Amazon and look up 3D grave markers, you can get really sweet 3D gravestone markers that are awesome to play. Now I'm curious. So, do you, in order to play grave terrain markers, like as a part of your starting force, do you have to play these, or can you just play anything? That's a, can you play any? Great, you know, like one of those. How does that work? I don't know. Do you know you what start I'm saying? With a standard or non-standard object or uh, terrain, right? So I feel like they fall under either either category, correct? They, but it's kind of. I feel like there's a. It needs to be ruled at the whiz kids level, but you know, like, uh, so these terrain markers that are like referenced by characters. Mm-hmm. Are are some special category of terrain marker that you know is not it's not standard it's not non-standard. It'd be one or the other. There's only two categories it can fall in. But it needs to be a different category because, like, because you're you're allowed to play non-standard terrain markers. Yeah, you can start with standard or non-standard. It's like a generated terrain marker. <laughs> So it's kind of, it needs to be categorized in the same way as like the bystanders. You can't play a bystander on somebody's card. True. Mm. Right. But until they say something. Yeah. <laughs> so th- I think that needs to be clarified because it's because uh, like why would you not just if you're playing a black ladder team, couldn't you just start with three grave terrain markers and kind of get going a little more quickly? Which is if you are playing a black ladder team, you should be doing that. That's what yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Clay, stop trying to apply common sense to a game that clearly doesn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and see, I have, the problem is I have to like program all this up. And so that's <laughs> a little bit of common sense in there. Uh, 
Uh, and then 9 through 16 is going to get a pick from Prize Pool C, which I have Iconics, Batman and Robin, uh, Captive Hearts, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Double Identity, Thanos, Snap, uh, along with Mermaid, Batman, Hawkeye and Hawkeye, uh, Wheels of Vengeance, uh, the Blade LE with the map, and then uh, the Wheels of Vengeance Play at Home kit, Ghost Rider. This is some great stuff, Jeff. Like, uh, man, the Nightfalls hard to come by. It is. Werewolf it's my last night. one. Like, that's a tough. That's a tough play at home kit to find. This is great. Uh, I just say your prizing is amazing. I try. I, I like to to make it big so people come out and play. Um, and then so I started a new thing at my last event with uh, the person who gets the most KO points. I stole this from Roland. Uh, this time it's going to be a Wheels of Vengeance Dyson token pack. <laughs> And then for our Bronze Builder Award, those BBWs that everyone covets so much, uh, the first award is going to be based on best use of legacy cards. And the second award will be best on the base use of an additional team ability, those ATAs. Oh, so now I got to go. So is, know, the, <laughs> is the $25 gift card uh, usable at any of any of the Majestics stores now? Uh, as far as I know, it's just at the mother mother store. Which is the one in Vegas now? The Las Vegas. Got it. Okay. Um, I'll confirm with uh, with Papa Pat about that, but I believe it's just with his store. Cool. Um, so that is my ICQ coming up on December second. Uh, I hope to see you all there. This is going to be a sick event. Like I'm really excited to show off the new store. Um, I got lots of space for seating. Uh, I definitely have more tables. I probably need to get a few more chairs. <laughs> but we should be able to fit a lot of people. It's definitely not going to be as hot and stuffy. Uh, if anything, it might be a little bit cold, so bring a jacket or a beanie if you guys get cold easily. Um, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then one last thing I wanted to do before we mosey on is I wanted to go over our Majestics Invitational. It mm -hmm. is going to be here. At my the big one. Huh? The big one. The big one, the big, the big, big one, boy. the 2K, right? <laughs> Giving away $2,000, $20,000, $2,000, $2,000, Not, We're not that rich. <laughs> not yet. We'll get there. Um, so it's going to be at my store here at uh, Majestics Games NorCal. Uh, so it's a three-day event. A uh, lot of good clicks going on. So it should be fun. So Friday morning, uh, these are just kind of the tentative times. We haven't locked down the exact times yet, but uh, this will kind of help you plan your trip. So morning, we're going to do the last chance qualifier. It's just going to be Swiss rounds. We're not going to go into finals or anything. And uh, anybody with a two and two record, it should just be four rounds, uh, is going to get into the invitational on Saturday. So it should Wait, be about four rounds. Did you just say two and two record? Do you mean people yeah. that just make 50% get in? Yeah. That's crazy. Why would you not show then for that? You know, I just show up to try something different, right? <laughs> like play a team, not your Carnage Silver Surfer team. Play something fun, Nick. You could play a Kaiju team, like, like uh, Squidward. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's a fun team anymore. Don't worry, buddy. I'll make you one since I know you don't know how to. Yeah, uh, we know you don't you know. how to have fun. You're just this hyper competitive guy. Yeah. That flexes his credit card. Apparently, that's what everybody online tells me now. <laughs> I mean, even though all those surfers were borrowed, except yeah. for the one, the the two that I pulled. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so after the morning last chance qualifier, uh, we're going to do our superhero showdown, which is a 3v3 sealed. Uh, it's going to be an Avengers-based sealed event. Um, I've locked down four, four out of the five, four out of the six uh, bricks. So we're going to cap it at 10 teams. <laughs> um, so it's going to be Avengers Defenders War, Avengers 60th, Avengers Forever, um, Avengers the original set, Avengers Infinity, and I'm looking for uh, Avengers Assemble. Wow, that's awesome. So who's playing in it? Like, is this do you, is this something that you just bring your own team, or are there three? Are there so six, you show up with three people? people you want to play with. We're going to give you six boosters, and you're going to build your team. Cool. Um, so that's Friday. Uh, we'll finish. We'll do the whole superhero showdown. We'll do the finals for all that that same day, right? Uh, Saturday morning. That's the big big two K Swiss. Uh, so we're gonna run five to six rounds of Swiss. Uh, significantly different than what you gentlemen had to go through last year, which grinded out three days of I don't know four or five different formats, six different formats, right? It was modern, <laughs> bronze, silver, uh, sealed. Like it, it was, was great. I enjoyed it. I, <laughs> I would have had my uh, fingernails ripped out instead next time. <laughs> <laughs> and you only made it through. You didn't even make it through weekend. the first day. Yeah, yeah. Oof, I, I didn't make it through the first day, but then I dominated on the next one. And then no, no, hundred percent. Like again. you just you destroyed <laughs> at the one at the one k. Like yep. Clay made it through all three days, and Nick, you made it through two days, right? Yes. Yeah, kudos to all you guys. Like that was, that was extremely tough format to find the best, well-rounded player. Right, that was the goal. Had to pull the comeback of the century on the first day, <laughs> dude. Yeah, because you went what zero and three in and bronze. Whatever, yeah, the bronze. And you saved your ass in silver. <laughs> IDs are your friends. Shredders, baby. That's sweet. It's close to my heart. Uh, so after the five to six rounds of Swiss for the Invitational, we'll take a little break, and then we're gonna do. A Bronze Age pulp ICQ. Um, no two by twos. Just want to preface that right off the bat. No Dark Phoenix, no Woodnagos, uh, no two by twos are allowed in this format. So should be interesting to see what older game elements people pull. Um, if not, it's just gonna be probably a lot of so older pulps. When stuff. you say morning and afternoon, what are we talking start times here, buddy? Uh probably ten. So 10 would be probably the morning start time. What would be the yeah. afternoon? Probably start time. Uh, probably like early evening, like three, three ish. Three. So there's a potentiality that people that are playing in the uh, morning 2K Invitational will not get to play in the afternoon event. Uh, we should, we'll time it out so they can play them both. Okay. And if Sounds we need like to start. A, I need to add a new format to HC units, huh? I'm not going to argue with you. All right. No two by twos. <laughs> I'll have it up tomorrow. Oh, you're the man, dude. Um, yeah. So we're going to time it out so people can play in both round in both events. Uh, and then Sunday uh, morning this is going to be the 2K Invitational Top Eight. And then once we finish that, uh, it's going to be the Bronze Age Pulp Top Four to Eight. And Side note for Friday, uh, anyone who's coming on Friday is going to get 
some pulled pork. I'm smoking some pork butts uh, mm. for lunch for that day. Are you trying to bribe me with lunch, sir? So I show up a day early? <laughs> oh, it it's it's gonna be good. I'm gonna make some coleslaw, make some pulled pork. He just threw coleslaw in there. Why am I not showing up a day early now? <laughs> uh yeah. So like anyone who's had my cooking knows that I can uh I can do pretty good in the kitchen. Uh so it should be good. I'm excited. Uh I was thinking three pork butts will probably do do good. I just did uh I just did twenty pounds of pork butt just the other week and it was gone within a week. So I'm happy Don't to share that boys. Are we gonna yeah. get that? Well, boys I know I can girls. see I can see Nick salivating right now. Yeah. <laughs> all I hear um, is protein. No. Oh, there you go. And and I've melted all the fat out for you. Like, what else do you want? Oh, Jeff knows the way to my heart. <laughs> so Jeff, though, I'm looking at you right up here, and I noticed that there's one thing that is incorrect on it. Uh oh. Is it your name is spelled? <laughs> he spelled my name wrong. <laughs> I just noticed that too. Yeah, that's, that. that's unimportant. Whoa, that's Clay! That's hilarious. I thought I fixed that. I apologize, sir. Ugh. Now everything's right in the world. There we go. All right, so just to remind everyone, we're going to be doing Battle Royales, two booster sealed uh, events all weekend. Uh, last time I was giving away Connellys and stuff for the two booster sealed. Uh, lots of good prizing and stuff for the Battle Royales. I definitely have some more of those um, Moon Knight OP kits, Fantastic Four OP kits, uh, the Wakanda kits I can give out. Um, Maybe limited we'll supply, of course. Uh, Pre-release time for the the next set too. Dude, I'm I'm hoping. I've been so lucky with ICQs and regionals that um, I've always been able to get a pre-release for those events so knock on wood if i'm lucky it should be the deadpool weapon um, the right? future is the, yes. the uh, i thought it was gonna be what if the new organized play thing right no it's next phase it's next phase guys it's next phase no the next set's a deadpool one i thought so uh, beginning of no, january next, phase. next right. phase is the next set but but sometime we have the uh the royal flush gang op event is oh, that's come coming uh, December. December. Drops December so 6th. Could, if you have any of those kits that you can <laughs> save, Jeff, that could be a pretty fun thing to run. I could definitely set some aside. Yeah, those those people people will want that one because it's kind of like, it's very gimmicky. People are going to want one of each at least. Yeah, but they're very limited. Like, I wasn't able to order a lot. Uh, yeah. Probably your first wave you couldn't order, but then when the people, they realize, oh, we got a shit ton of them sitting around, they'll unlock it so you can buy it as much as you want. If we're lucky, if we're lucky. Um, so let's go over all of these super cool invitees. Uh, number one for winning the grand event last year, Anthony Barragon, followed by Alyssa McNeil, Mr. Clay Wood, and Richard Medina. Uh, those were the top four of the Invitational. Uh, we also had a 1K last January at the Regional. Uh, so Jose Barragon, Patrick Booth, Tony Chance, Ch Chanis? And Wes Betchart. Very cool. Congrats, gentlemen. Uh, Nicholas Madison won the Lancaster event. Uh, I won the Bakersfield event, but it got passed down to Sean Council. Uh, Alyssa won the regional at my event, but she got passed down to Jonah Weikert, uh, Noah Finch, Jim Moraga, and Hector Bautista. I don't remember offhand who won 
the June regional in Vegas, but it was uh, Bryant. It was either Alyssa or was it, was it Richard? I think Richard won. It was Richard. Richard was on yeah, a winning Rich, streak. Richard beat Pat, I think. Yeah. So Richard passed it down because he already won to Brian Wazowski, uh, Matthew Ramirez, Kevin Afruz, and my boy Brandon Weber. Uh, the regional, I believe Richard won again, passed it down to Randy uh, Padden, Austin Murray, Armando Ramirez, and Michael Larzowski. Uh, this is not right. Craig passed his down to somebody else, I believe. That should change. Wait, but- you didn't mention Craig. I think Craig passed his down to somebody. That's not right. I got to fix that. He, does, he doesn't want to come? Because uh, he's on the council. Oh. Okay. Uh, not allowed to play. Oh. <laughs> uh, Billy Clark, Ryan Stevenson. Uh, and at this last event, it got passed down to Ignacio. And then whoever is going to get it at this event. You just write a writer's name in there. I could. I could. Dude, he, he's been practicing a lot. Like, he's he's super into it, man. I'm so lucky. Because I have a bunch of other people say, man, I try to get my kids into it, and they're just not interested, man. He, like I said, he's on Clay's website all the time. Not as much as he was in the beginning, but, uh, like, he's constantly wanting to practice, build different teams. Just, he's, he loves it so much. Yeah, and he hung out really well with the boys at that really terrible Chicago pizza place we ate at. I will say, the raviolis were far better than my pizza that I ordered. Yeah. But it is what it is. And Nick, he said he still doesn't know what that is. (laughs) Nick. That's hilarious. You about got zodded, bro. Oh, my God. I wish we could talk about it. That was so funny. (laughs) Dude, you almost got zodded. That was... Oh, oh. man. Yeah. He doesn't know how to act around children. I mean, what do you what do you want? Look at this kid. He, he still is one. <laughs> yeah. My youngest player is Vegas. Leave me alone. Sorry, guys. What does it mean to be zodded? Uh, are you familiar with Man of Steel? Okay. Remember the end scene where Superman snaps Zod's neck? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was I was about to be Superman and he was about to be Zod. He was gonna kill Nick. I don't understand how this relates to Nick and, and your son. Nick was saying things he shouldn't say around children, specifically my son. <laughs> I see. Uh, so, and so, I was about to so murder So your son Nick. was not Zod. You were Zod. Or you were Superman. You were Superman? And Nick yes, is Zod? I was, yes. Okay. And, and your son is like the Flash. And innocent bystander. Okay. Lois Lane. <laughs> so awkward. <sighs> so awkward. You know, this there's, looking at this list, <laughs> there's some great players here. I really can't wait to play. I think we're, we're what six weeks away. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, if your math's right, yeah, it's 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 coming up fast. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six weeks oh. away. That's not very long to prepare, and we know there's very there's actually not a whole lot of new stuff that's coming in that time. So. Lots of time to prep with what we have. What are yeah, the what are the new things that we have? Is uh, there's the Guardians mm-hmm. uh, holiday set. There's yep. uh, the that interesting things in it. So that could that could maybe you know there might be a little few things in there that worth playing. Um, the the Hall of Armor, of course, is mm-hmm. pretty interesting. I think Kong may be coming out at the end of December. I thought they pushed him back. He it's all over the place where where he's coming out. I don't know. 
Uh, I, think, I, I don't seen, know. So, Sherlock Holmes is the other one. I don't know where he comes out either. I haven't seen any dates on anything except for the Royal Flush, which is December 6th. Oh, that's pretty soon. And because that's an OP set, it won't be legal for the Invitational. Got it. Because it would be the seventh day legal, but you can't change your team on the finals. That's called cool. cheat. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you, gents. That was a great conversation. A uh, lot of information to unpack there, but uh, yeah, get yourself down to Newark for the ICQ. Get yourself ready for the Invitational. And uh, you guys have anything else to add? Don't be a Nick. Don't be a Nick. <laughs> well, until next time, don't forget to practice rolling your desk, guys. Take it easy. Good night. Shake it, shake it, Cali. 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 Shake it, shake it, Cali.